The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first, from London, England, the team of Ace and Skillet. This is the Kickout. Another episode of the Kick Out Podcast. My name is Ace. One more time. Big up Dark Punk. They split up yesterday. They announced that Dark Punk split up. Uh, <laughs> legendary, legendary, legendary. Your name is Skillet. Skillet. You meant to just give me oh, your name. Yeah, my name is Skillet. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Dan Marley from the Phoenix Suns. And my name Next. is Lex. That's right. Uh, and we are here. To not talk about Daft Punk or NBA in the 90s, we are here to talk wrestling. Uh, we are... puts it back together, oh, yeah, yeah. and Ace has to put it back together and form it into a sentence. Thank you, Ace. Skillet, come back here. Flu, come like I gotta just bring it back. Yeah, but Daft Punk was amazing. No, nah, but I mean, tie Daft Punk in with wrestling if you're a bad man. Go on, go on. All right, Daft Punk, right. Two wrestlers that wear masks, luchadors, Mexican wrestlers, they wear masks, right? Daft Punk, two, a duo, two people. What is a Friends. duo wrestling? Friends. A tag team. If Daft Punk was a tag team champion, they would have won it multiple times. Do you know what? I could have did that better because do you know that the two members from Daft Punk, Chris and Michael, CM Punk, Oh. I don't know what their names are. Either. Yeah, I know. You know. When you said Christopher, they're French. <laughs> Christopher and Michael. Christophe. Anyway, yeah. listen. Sorry, Christophe. I've got hold of because my hair. I've got the Uncle Phil. So basically, I can't grow hair here. But I'm like, I'm a heart bleed to you. But I've got all of, all of this bits coming out, and just this part is it's not looking good at the moment. Jesus. So. Yeah, um, but we are fresh off the back of uh, what I thought was a good pay per view actually, Elimination Chamber. I, I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, let's go around the room quickly. Like, what did you guys think out of five for Elimination Chamber? Flu, two, two, two. Wow, well, last why skillet? I'm gonna say three and a half, Mex, three. Yeah, I would have said a three and a half as well. I want flu. Why two, man? Um, I thought the opening match was good. Obviously, they're my kind of people. Um, and then um, I thought the close. Yeah, it just um, I wasn't. I just didn't get excited about any of it. Do you know what I mean, I thought the first match was quite good, but pretty obvious what was happening. It was either going to be Cesaro, or Daniel Bryan at the end, losing to Roman Reigns, but it was good. Uh, and the final match, I just felt a bit. I don't know. Yeah, the second someone chamber, else, the, second chamber the second chamber wasn't as good as the first one, I don't think. Mm. And there's always that bit of exhaustion after watching for so long. And if they don't make it exciting, then then whatever in it. But the ending, I think, was what made it, you know, really something to remember. Skillet, 
Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was, I think it was the fact they only had a few matches really, really helped. Short, sweet, felt like a WWE pay per view that felt like a takeover, but not as good as takeover in terms of quality and excitement, but in terms of how the card went five matches, kind of thing. You know, what I mean, how takeover has five cut matches, kind of thing. Yeah, felt a bit like that. Imagine this pay per view was, was less running time than Raw. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, two hours and a half. And rules a whole three hours. Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. I enjoyed it, man. Um, yeah. although, although I did call, like, Ms. the Miss Cashin. Yes, you did. I still didn't necessarily know what was going to happen. Although I knew Roman Reigns would win. I, I was, there was a few surprise moments for me, which I like. It wasn't very, it wasn't as obvious, as obvious, as obvious as, as some pay-per-views have been. I woke up to a lot of kick-out followers tweeting me saying, Ace was right. Ace was right. I was like, right, I haven't watched the match yet. Thanks, guys. I was only 50% <laughs> right. I was only 50% right. Was, was that? I was only 50% right. No, you were mostly right. You just got the wrong opponent, but you said that he was going to go to WWE WrestleMania as the champion, and he will. Well, will he? Yes, he will. We'll talk will about that. I don't know if he will. We'll, we'll see. Talk about that. We'll talk um, I told you guys Riddle was going to win, though. The US Championship. You did. So let's talk about the start of the kickoff. It was John Morrison, Elias, Mustafa Ali, and oh no, Mustafa Ali with Mace and T Bar and Ricochet, a fatal four-way. The winner will get a spot in the United States Championship match. And did anyone watch this? Because I didn't. I caught it like halfway through, but I wasn't, it was a pre-show, so I wasn't even really watching with all my attention. But you know. They took Keith Lee out of the match, the US Championship match. They were determined to add someone else in. And, and that confirmed for me what I was saying to you guys, that Matt Riddle was going to win because they needed to take this belt off Bobby Lashley without Bobby Lashley being pinned for it. They could have had the US Championship match with just Riddle and Bobby Lashley. But what do you think the original plan was? I think this was always the plan. I've, right. I've been, I've been oh, saying no, this for some weeks. So I thought Matt Riddle would have pinned Keith Lee. All right, Cause, okay. yeah, because Keith Lee beat Matt Riddle on Raw some weeks ago. I thought Matt Riddle would have got his win back over Keith Lee and become US champion without Bobby Lashley being involved in the finish. Why did Keith Lee get taken off because he's injured? Apparently, but a lot of people don't believe he's injured, and a lot of people believe he's out of favor. No, I don't think, he's I think he was originally meant to be doing all that you know, talking about Raw. But do you think uh, Strowman had to step in and kind of take what he would have been doing on this night? Taking on Lashley after all of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I don't necessarily think so. Because I think they're trying to set up Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. <laughs> they're trying to shoehorn it in, aren't they? It yeah. was really from nowhere. From the Shane just came out and went, you know what? Why don't you just shut up? Yeah. And it was like, what are you, what are you, do what are you doing? Anyway, moving on. I don't, I don't know if Keith Lee's in trouble or not. He I don't think be. he's in trouble. I don't know. You just don't think they're investing in him? I, th I think he might just be injured, like, genuinely. Yeah, I think he's injured, yeah. I think he's injured. If you look at his well, age... It's not work. So, uh, it's me with my ace super booking again. Are you it ready? could be a work. It could be oh, a part of her business. It could be a work for Keith Lee to come back to, be, to go against Matt Riddle, to then take the US title, to then join the her business. Yeah, I think that's to have everything. Yeah. All yeah. the gold. Run yeah. that. I think you might be right. Yeah. Do you know that? Do you know that? <laughs> Make, makes a lot of sense as well. Philly, <laughs> what do you think? What I think is I want to know 
Um, they keep talking about the Thunderdome being critically acclaimed and award-winning. <laughs> award where is this award ceremony? When did this happen? Is, and the winner is the WWE with the Thunderdome. And someone's coming up to collect. Thank you very much. Yes, I'd like to appreciate. Thank you. We, we're very proud of the Thunderdome. It's a big TV. Um, thank you for the award. Thank you for the critical acclaim. So that's what I want to know. What Fair enough. Honestly, for the last couple of months, I've been asking myself the same thing every time I've heard them say that. So Daniel Bryan finally gets his first W in months. Daniel Bryan defeated Cesaro, Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin and Sami Zayn at the Eliminator Chamber match and got to face Roman Reigns immediately after the match. But before we talk about what happened between Reigns and Daniel Bryan, Max... Some of your highlights, some of your favourite moments of this match, please. Um, Cesaro doing pull-ups from the top of the chamber. He didn't um, do it long enough, though. He only did two. I know, but it's a, it's a, it's a risk, isn't it? It's <laughs> so, still very impressive. It's still yeah, very it's still impressive. Um, what else happened in this match? I thought Baron Corbin was really good when he entered. He disrupted um, what was going on between Brian and um Cesaro but he was good he didn't last too long he didn't eliminate no one he just done what he needed to do and got out of there I love looked the strong though didn't he yeah they yeah, both strong first yeah sorry yeah um I like the little ring of honor um graduates kind of session we got between Kevin Owens Sami Zayn um Cesaro Bizarre. Daniel Bryan, Bryan yeah. um I like Sami Zayn trying to link up with Kevin Owens to go against everyone else and Kevin Owens was having it I love when Kofi was told. No, no, we talk about that later. That's on. the next Sorry, one. That's the next one. Wrong match. Wrong match. Wrong match. Let's go back. Let's go back. Uh, I think the highlight for me was um, the Kevin Owens getting his arm stuck in the Elimination Chamber me door. Me too. That elimination Jay was Uso, amazing. Jay Uso just going to town on him. I thought, yeah, that's one of the most real-looking eliminations that he's seen in a long time. Um, didn't expect Brian to win. I knew obviously he had to be a face to go against um, Roman Reigns, but I thought fair on Brian and I thought the way they dealt with what happened next was booked to how it should have been done so yeah. It was a great booked match actually I think all of them came out well Sammy, Sammy Zayn was good I thought Kevin Owens was was brilliant I was going to say actually one he did a uh, you talk too much so that'll be on Botchamania this month he did, did you see he did a you talk too much He's gonna <laughs> yeah. he did it like, um, also a question my first random question to you guys was when when I was just watching Kevin Owens and Cesaro, they've got such a cool move set. So I started thinking for you guys, who's got the best move set? Obviously, Skillet Brett has got one of the best move sets. Owen Hart, you got to think. I think R V D Rob Van Dam has a great move set. Rob Van Dam, uh, British Bulldog. I was thinking, and yeah, and then obviously Cesaro, Kevin Owens. But yeah, Mr. Perfect, move perfect. Mr. Perfect had a great move set as well. Mr. Yeah. Perfect, move set and the most beautiful finisher of all time. Yeah. Sean, Sean moveset was far too John Cena-ish for me. What do you mean? You know, the whole throwing you off the ropes, doing the, the, the diving, fish jump, flipping back it, up. It got, it got like very, very showman-y, you know? Now, here's the thing. Like, he's great. Sean's one of the greats, but people don't really talk about these things. There's like a bit... In a wrestling match, you're not going to do that every match. You're not going to do that every match. Realistically, you want to look at wrestling, and I know it's all scripted, but in a wrestling match, no one's going to allow you to be able to throw a man, do a diving thing, elbow yeah. drop, flip back yeah. up. You know, he's not going to, that's not going to always happen. That's why I love Brett, because Brett never did the same thing all the time. And his so moves you know. look like, they, his moves look like they actually did. For instance, well, we know Shawn Michaels, he didn't 
go to that next level until he had the super kick. Do you remember yeah. when he had that shitty side suplex? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that and that's and that was the first move Sean had that actually looked like he did something while all of Brett's looked like they uh yeah. Ace, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with all of the names you just said. I'm literally trying to think of more to add to that list. But yeah. Um perfect. Is Ziggler, is Ziggler on that list? Seth Rollins, is he on that list? I think Seth Rollins. I think Seth, list. yeah. Seth Cesaro definitely. Cesaro, obviously, yeah. Cesaro, Cesaro Steph, um, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Just, um, the, just the skillet's point. I think when you're at the very top of the card, like the Shawn Michaels, like the John Cena's, the Rock, your moveset becomes very theatrical because they want the crowds to know what's coming next. Right. You know, when when the Rock used to do the spine buster, you know he's going round to the head of the people. To, to get the crowd amped for the people's elbow. When you're like in the mid card and you're more of the worker kind of guy, that's where you can switch up your moveset and it doesn't have to be as dedicated to almost like theatre, like I say. I agree. And my other highlight of this match was obviously Cesaro's new sparkling silver pants. <laughs> so, so when Brian won, Roman Reigns comes agree. down. Right when Brian won, uh, Roman Reigns came down, uh, ring the bell, went for the spear. Brian reverses it into the yes lock, uh, which was a great reversal, by the way. And then uh, Reigns kind of fought his way back off him, kept punching him in the face, kept punching him, punching him, punching him, punching him, punching him, then choked him out. A very good finish, a very good, a very good uh, way to kick off the elimination chamber. And Reigns is still killing it, still doing good stuff. So we'll talk more about Reigns going on when we talk about Raw and whatnot. Then we had uh, the triple threat match, Riddle, Lashley, and John Morrison for the United States Championship. This was a fun match. I think Riddle was really good. I really enjoyed Riddle in this match, actually. Very impressive. And um, yeah, Morrison did his thing and Lashley did his thing. And um, Morrison got pinned by Riddle to, and then Riddle became the new United States Championship. Let's go with uh, Ace. Ace, what did you think of this match? Great match, man. Um, I mean, Met called it, but I didn't see it. I think Bobby Lashley didn't lose anything, continues to look dominant. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed it. I'm, I like the outcome, actually. Yeah, me too. Flu? Yeah, fine. Yep. It was a, yeah, I mean, obviously, it was, it sucks for um, Morrison as always that he's just been put in simply to take the pin, but it's a way of, Given a title to Riddle, which is good. And it's a way of obviously moving Bobby Lashley up to the next level, which is good for some people. Oh, you know, a Lashley fan. It's it no. <laughs> um, yeah. He's he's um he's he's not he's that bad. He's he can't cut he can't cut a promo. And well, when he's in, when he's in the ring, I always feel like an error's coming. He never looks super confident in what he's doing. He's always got this kind of, do it. okay, now, I, even when he did that spear at the end of the match against Strowman, he had to bounce off the ropes twice because he didn't quite know where Strowman was. And then he, and it, so it's not, and he's, he's incredible, obviously, and he deserves to be at the next level because he looks amazing. He looks amazing in the suit and he's, you know, former armies and in incredible shape. So we know everything Vince like, but unfortunately I'm a promo confident in the ring guy and he's neither of those things but don't get me wrong he does when you look at the roster now who else are you going to push there's not much main level talent with history left okay I felt like his promos on Raw wasn't bad that shot of him at the end like raising the belt on top of the that to me just was like yo you, you need to be champion he looks right he looks he right 
he just looked perfect. Like, yeah, I hear what you're saying though. Maybe that's why MVP just needs to talk. Like, just don't let him speak. Don't give him a mic. But um, he looks like the champion to me. It looks so. Okay. All right, then uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler defeated Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Flu, what did you think of this tag match? Any fun memories? Any good moments in your opinion? Well, I, I, I definitely watched it. And uh, there was definitely a, a pin at the end. And let me tell you, yeah, right? I think I'm right, definitely. Next. <laughs> Uh, I think this match was kind of pointless when it was all said and done because it's like the one thing this match should have done was forwarded Bianca and Sasha and, you know, maybe caused some heat between them or something. And it didn't do that. Um, obviously, Reginald tried to get Sasha Banks to bottle um, whoever was in the ring with Sasha Banks, which I thought was a bit violent, but she never <laughs> done it. She got caught by the referee. She got Samoan dropped and pinned and that's the woman's champion getting pinned by a Samoan drop which I thought was you know kind of funny and then obviously on Raw last night Nia Jax pinned Asuka so she's pinned both women's champions in consecutive nights which is I guess another conversation for another day but um, I just thought this match didn't have any purpose like especially because it didn't forward their story okay yeah I think that's probably fair where did the um, Smeye guy come from Spillet, come on, you must know his. Did he? Is he help? Where's he come from? Where, what? Who is he? No idea. I've only met. I only heard about him his, when he came to the, the main roster. I never knew anything about him beforehand. His name is He was signed to NXT, I think, twenty nineteen. Um, I know he wrestled about two. Um, you know, there's like house show NXT matches. Um, so pretty very developmental. Um, I don't know if he has any um, wrestling background before that. He was in the circus before that. But, um, yeah, he's basically jumped over NXT and been attached to Carmella. And Vince clearly likes him because he's in consecutive, you know, segments and TV shows with the women's champion. So has he dropped Carmella now? She or dropped did... like... Oh it seems like I they're in cahoots. He drops him, but I think he's going to go, and I think Kamala's going to go like this. I think he's going up the card. I think she's going down. It looks like. I don't know. Might be, they might be in cahoots. They might be trying to plot something. I don't know. Yeah. Carmella kind of um, hinted at something on SmackDown saying that make sure you do the right thing um, in regards to Sasha Banks. That's what she said to him before she proceeded to take some wine from the cup he gave her, spit it back in there. And then throw it at him during the COVID era, but um, yeah, love it. <laughs> All right, um, Drew McIntyre defeated AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Sheamus to retain the WWE Championship before something happened at the end. But before we talk about that, this match was quite fun. I felt, I felt, um, I really enjoyed the uh, how everybody's talking to Randy Orton when he made his entrance in the pods. Kofi kept saying that your quads look thick, your quads look thick, and uh, <laughs> and and I think Randy was trying so hard not to laugh, and then he went around and AJ is like, yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And Shane was like, come on, there, let's do something. And Uso was saying something. They're all talking smack to Randy. Uso, uh, Uso. what's wrong with you, bro? Oh yeah, no, Uso wasn't in this. <laughs> It was Jeff Hardy. Oh, I have a question for you guys. Here we go. go. Here we go. Jeff Hardy. <laughs> we answered this already, man. He's finished. Next question. No, bro. I'm yeah. just saying, like, without him in the Hardys, 
Did we answer this? We answered this last week. Did he ever have a good solo career? Yes. When? I think he had a really good run. He had a couple of good things with Triple H, and I think he had a really good run with Punk. That's because of Punk. Exactly correct. Did Jeff have any? Did Jeff have a good like? Right, name me some memorable Jeff Hardy solo moments. I can make because I can name you a countless amount of times he's been memorable in the Hardys, but mm. as a solo career, maybe some classic moments. Him and he's, Taker. Him and man, Taker. Him and Taker. Okay. On the Monday Night Raw, yeah, I'll give you that. Do you think him, him, and, him against him against Rob Van Dam Invasion? That was great. That's a great match. Matt had a better solo career then. I think so. I, I would say it's so hard. because he's more creative. There's an argument for that. Jeff, Jeff winning the WWE title. Okay, fair enough. Jeff, Matt Hardy, WrestleMania. That was cool. Jeff did some stuff in TNA. Okay. But Willow. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel he's a bit overrated. I'm going to get cussed out. Overrated as a singles competitor, that is. In general. Like, yeah. like, like, like Hardy's legendary tag team. Great stuff. Epic stuff. Like, I'm not taking none of that away from him. Bonafide Hall of Famer, for sure. Definitely a Hall of Famer. But I just don't know if he's as great as people think he is. If this is your argument for sing as a singles wrestler, I'll hear it. But for tag team, I'm not trying to hear that, bro. Uh, no. Oh, please. Did I upset Flu? Did I upset Flu? He looks like he's gone. Over the laptop. Uh, yeah, he's a legend. He's a legend for sure. But anyway, let's keep I, I won't watch the Hardys if Jeff wasn't in it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. I love the Hardys. They're like one of my favorite tag teams. Okay, let's keep going. Um, what did you think of this match, Ace? Uh, so what we talk? Uh, yeah, it was alright. It wasn't as good as the first one. No, um, but yeah, it was decent. I like elimination chamber matches. Actually, I've I've I only just realized I was like actually really do enjoy this match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it was it was decent. It was good. It was good. I I, I like the time when almost broke open the door so AJ could come in and try and pin people. That was, almost, was that Ace? I'll see. Yeah, that was good. But almost he doesn't he's not really effective, in my opinion. And they need to start making him effective. But did you see him on um Raw this week? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um so yeah, so after Drew McIntyre, I love the Claymore kick from the Styles Phenomenal Forearm. Mm -hmm. I think Drew really caught some air with that one. That was really cool, a really nice finish. So after Drew Drew McIntyre retained the title. Uh, Bobby Lashley attacks Drew McIntyre, beating him up badly. Really, he really took a whooping, um, Drew. And then the Miz cashed in, as Ace predicted last week on the kickout. And the Miz became a two-time champion, 10 years apart from when he first cashed in to win it all those years ago against Randy Orton. So, oh, oh um, I also did like that Randy Orton lost the Kofi clean on this match. I really, I really like that. That was cool. But yes, Flu, your thoughts on Miz cashing in on... Drew McIntyre. It's a it's a really weird one because at first I was like, "Oh, you're kidding." This there's two sides of it. One, even though it's last minute booking, I do kind of like the storyline that's coming out. I like the idea of mixing lots of characters characters together. It's very Attitude Era when lots of different elements would be in the pot. So I like that. The if I've got a problem, it's because mid card level, which is what he is could sometimes go up to top card. But if you remember back in the days, Ted DiBiase was always kept 
quite strong. Ravishing Rick Rude was always kept strike quite strong. So these Owen Hart was always kept strike quite strong. So when they did need to step up, it was believable. Yeah. The problem with the Miz thing, even though it is the storyline that he's meant to be a you know chicken s heel and stuff like that, because he hasn't been kept strong, I've lost interest in the character. In which case, I don't care. So I'm interested in this. It's certainly more interesting than Drew just going to WrestleMania, you know, with a challenger and stuff like that. But I just don't care about The Miz anymore, even though on Raw he did an incredible promo. And, he, you know, those stats he was given, you can't mess with that. I think him and Sheamus, like, secretly have got the most incredible stats, but you just wouldn't know it. But for me... Oh, yeah, just because he hasn't been kept strong and because he's been used as a kind of it doesn't ring true. But I'm, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Okay, Ace, are you happy with this? You called it last week. Yeah. Are you happy that it came true? I think, um, like Flew said, has Miz only ever cashed in to become WWE champion? Yeah, that's twice. That's the only twice. way he's ever won it. That's a bit shit, isn't it? No, but that's really good. Plays, that's good for his character, though. Yeah, it is, it, you're right, but I think it fits him. Yeah, he it got him properly one way, surely. But um, yeah, I don't mind it because. But, it, but Ace, who realistically, if you're booking Ace to beat anyone for the title without cashing in, who's it like? Yeah, I no, think I, it, it fits. It fits Miz perfectly. Like, I wouldn't even mind if. Obviously, he's probably going to drop this title sometime soon. But if they made like a storyline from here, where you know someone brings that up, like. Even maybe the WWE champion at the time brings it up. Like, you've only ever won this title via cashing in, you know, try actually winning it genuinely without sneak attacking somebody. That could be a nice little way to get him over as a babyface. That's true. Um, Next. He's definitely transitional, though. I don't think he'll have it for the, like, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think Bobby Lashley will win it next week, but I do think he'll win it at fast lane. Okay. Mm. Next. Um, yeah, share the same sentiment with Flu and Ace. Um, I don't mind Miz winning it, um, but the issue is he's been booked so poorly and basically as a joker for the last year or so with him and Morrison. So it's like, it's like it's not even really believable. Um, and then, yeah, he's surely going to drop this before WrestleMania. There's a lot of reports saying that he they've already kind of started planning what the WWE Championship picture is going to look like at WrestleMania and Miz isn't in it. So, um, you know, he started a storyline with Bad Bunny, which I'm sure they're going to get back to. Eventually, Bad Bunny's going to clown him for dropping his championship and that's probably going to be a WrestleMania match, Bad Bunny versus The Miz. So... Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see the Bad Bunny being the reason why The Miz loses the title and them to have a yeah. match together for the 24-7 championship match. <laughs> I don't know, but um, I, you know what? I wouldn't mind the Miz run with, as champion, but the problem is this season, like everyone is so invested in the product. This has to be like one of them, you know, when you got backlash and all of them B pay-per-views back to back, that's when Miz can be champion. But I don't think right, right now is the time for him. All right. Okay, cool. So that was the Elimination Chamber. Flu's gone missing again. We'll probably get him back when he can. Uh, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Uh, it kicked off with um, The Miz cutting a promo, celebrating his title victory with John Morrison. They were celebrating it together. Then then MVP and Lashley 
interrupted MVP said because obviously yeah, we forgot to mention MVP is the one that kind of gave the advice to Miz to cash in tonight. They made, uh, a, deal. Business deal. They made a deal, but Miz doesn't want to hold up his bargain in the end of the deal because he doesn't want to uh, def def defend his title against Bobby Lashley. Some words were exchanged. Did Adam Pearce come out? He did. Did a terrible job of trying to stop them. No, no, it was later on, wasn't it? It's later on in the night, yeah. It was later on. So, well, how did that promo end again, Max? The first one. Um, basically, when when Hurt Business came out, um, they congratulated Miz for being champion. Miz said, "Thank you, guys. Um, I appreciate that, but you know, I've got business to attend to, so you lot can basically run along." MVP said business isn't over. You know, part of the deal was that Bobby Lashley would get first dibs on the title. Um, he said that, oh, you know, I'm WWE champion, so I'm so busy. I got interviews, PR, this, that, and the other to do. And um, Bobby Lashley then basically chiefed him up, grabbed him by the, his collar and said, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna brutalise you. I'm going to make it painful, this, that, and the other. And it's going to be awesome. I think that was probably one of the best promos I've seen Bobby Lashley cut in years and then, yeah definitely um, yeah he gave him one hour to basically come back with a response that he was going to take him take him on for the championship or he was going to beat up miss basically there we go then we had riddle and uh lucha house party cutting a, quite a fun promo backstage about riddle winning the united states championship uh, i'm really i've been saying for ages that uh the lucha party should get more mic time because they've got so much to say they've got such a backstory such interesting characters I've been saying for a long, I don't know if you've seen my website, www.pleasegivelucciaparty.com. But uh, if everyone could go on that now, because I think we'll all agree what we need is Grand Metalik to be saying some weird, hey, yeah, hey, that's cool. No, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Flu. I will uh, make sure everybody tunes oh! into your website. Um, website in the description. <laughs> Middle defeated Don Morrison to retain the United States Championship. It was quite a fun. Fun, uh, fun match. Uh, New Day defeated Retribution. Okay, I need to say something about this match, right? Thank you. What happened? See that? See that guy? Yeah, in Retribution. Yeah, mm. not Flapjack, not Dominic Dijakovic, whatever his, whatever his new name Dijakovic. is now. What's his new name? Not T-Bar. See that Mace guy? Yeah, that guy. What's his What's his name? Mace. What's his real name? Dio Mace. Madden. Right, see him, yeah. He needs to go. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see this guy <laughs> in a wrestling ring ever again. You see what what's, he did? He what's the issue with him? He botched. Did he watch the ending of the match when he botched the ending? Yeah, yeah. Kofi, Kofi was supposed to do something. I think he was supposed to do something, and then he didn't know what to do. He was moving around, and like yeah, yeah. Ali, Ali was looking at him like. Mate, mate, you're supposed to move or something. He didn't move in time. Kofi had to give him the um that kick he does. What's it called? The SOS kick. Trouble, trouble in paradise. Trouble in paradise. And then Dijakovic had to come in and he had to get one. But listen, that base guy is not a good wrestler, and I don't no, think no. I don't think he ever will be. Charlotte right? and Lacey did that exact same forgetful spot like a couple of weeks ago. That's this okay. That's learning okay. How you know to wrestle. Okay, Max. Do you know what that's okay? Charlotte and Charlotte and Lacey has proven that they can wrestle. This guy. He's not going to be good ever. I don't want to see it ever again. Okay, I'm. Look at my eyes. All right, <laughs> Vince, never again. Did you see Nia's botches on? Sunday? Yeah, she's. I think she's terrible too. She needs to go. Oh my days! She was she's like, oh, she was holding Sasha up in the air for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's one part. Bianca's is like, 
คิดว่าเออ business had a really good match with Lucha House Party I think Cedric and Shelton are looking great together now starting to click that was an amazing match Uh, and it was a, it was a, it was a tornado match, right? You don't get to see those much often. Tornado matches. That was good. Our uh, truth tried to get a referee to organize some sort of situation where he could pin Bad Bunny. Got caught out by Damian Priest. Our truth kept calling Bad Bunny Bugs Bunny. Hey Ace, what do you think? Of, uh, t- tell us about what you think about this Bad Bunny stuff, Ace. <laughs> It's enough now. I'm done. I am finished. It's enough. It's actually enough. I think it's not doing anything for Damian Priest. I think actually it's not making him look good at all. I don't think. I think it's like. So what happens after Bad Bunny leaves? Mm. Nah, it's just. I just think it's really bad. I think it's. <laughs> I mean, it's enough. This enough. is another reason Miz has got the title though, because they want to have. Because obviously Bad Bunny apparently YouTube. Um, what do you young people call them? Views. Streams. Thank you, young man. <laughs> um, no, yeah, the. Getting amazing views, getting amazing merchandise sales and stuff like that. So, are they just trying to put Miz, you know, because that and it's just a little bit of media attention because they've literally got nothing else? Is that another reason for all of this, man? I mean, they wouldn't, would they? They wouldn't. I just just, wouldn't bad bunny Miz (laughs) title fast lane, would they? Would they? I feel like WWE are going to be in for a very big shock when crowds come back because people that they think are going to get cheered are getting booed. Yep, they're getting they're getting away with murder right now with all their booking uh, decisions. They they're getting away with murder, so they're like able to just do stuff. And I think this is one of those things that if it was in front of crowds, Bad Bunny would be getting booed, Damien Priest would be getting booed. Like it wouldn't be working in the way that they think it's working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the same way that we know that Roman Reigns would be getting cheered. Like so, yeah, I, it it looks like crowds are coming back, and I think they're gonna have a bad reaction for Bad Bunny. They've they've been getting away with this button that can that literally says cheer and yes exactly um, last night they when Shane McMahon came out they hit a bloody Shane Shane O'Mac button and I was thinking are you being serious like that was so it was, annoying. The he, it was the way he reacted as well didn't he he was like wow wow I'm still really popular wow who would have he looked at the others didn't he and was like who would have thrown it. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that segment. So Shane McMahon comes back. Well, he came back already, but he, he comes down to sort out this dispute between the Miz and Lashley with Adam Pearce. Uh Shane kind of made a little sly remark against Adam Pearce again, saying hey, what you do, you're losing control of this whole thing. We'll make a match. Strowman comes down demanding a title shot. Shane said something like, you've never been world WWE champion. How can you demand a title shot? But he puts Strowman and Lashley together. Winner of that will face The Miz next week on Raw. So we'll get back to that in a bit. Um, I've got a couple of skills on this one, actually, if you don't mind. Go ahead, my friend. Well, one, um, how has Shane McMahon, who's been in the industry his entire life, and he's been on television like 15 years, how can the man still not cut a promo properly? (laughs) That's one. No. Two, I love it. This had one of my favorite things in wrestling. When someone says, what we're going to do is you're going to have a title match against me. And then someone comes out, in this case, Braun Strowman, and they grab the mic and they say the immortal wrestling words. If anyone's going to get a title shot, it's me. And it made me that I would love a piece of booking where, say, Austin came out on The Rock 
And then Hogan came out and went, if anyone's getting a toll shot, it's me. And then the bell tolled and the undertaker comes out and he's like, if anyone's getting a toll shot, it's me. And then the, the woo goes off and Ric Flair comes out. If anyone's wouldn't it be there for like 20 legends just say that. I would love that. Um, While we're pulling apart this segment, I've got one thing, yeah. Like, why are they booking Braun Strowman as an idiot? Like, two weeks ago, yeah, they told... He he said backstage to Adam Pearce he wants to be in the Elimination Chamber match. They said, this is for former WWE champions. He said, I am one. Adam Pearce said, no, you're a former Universal champion. Again, he came down to the ring and had the exact same argument with Shane McMahon. I should have been in this match. Shane McMahon said, no, like you said, you're a former Universal Champion. This match is for WWE Champions. Why are they booking him like he's thick? Yeah. Like he can't understand. He, then he looks clean. He's just taken the Big Show script, isn't he? They're like, oh, Big Show's not here anymore. Um, script here you go. Yeah, now it's true. You're a face. You're a heel. You're a face. It's true. Um, I forgot to mention, The Miz is the, the second ever two-time Grand Slam Champion. Yes. Yeah. So is it Sean and the Miz? I don't know who the first one is. I think Sean Michaels is the first one. Okay. You sure? Maybe not. I think he I, said I, he was the first ever two-time Grand Slam champion. So everybody's Grand Slam, but I think they're suggesting he's the first one who's done it all twice, isn't he? Or have I made that up? Uh, no, it's Sean a Grand Slam it. champion. What's that? Uh? Sean. Sean yeah. he, was he, was he, was he was the first ever Grand Slam champion. I don't remember Sean having a US title. But he wasn't a US title. He was at the, time. the European at the time. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure someone said that Chris Jericho is, but yeah, that might be technical. He's around that, but yeah. Guys, I got to I got to love you and leave you. But um, is there anything I want to say about Raw? Well, right, you guys are wrong. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, before you go, Ace, can I just have your work, your thoughts on the Randy Orton promo? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell you what the funniest thing was? Yep, so uh, I was watching it with my missus, and she was like, So, what the cameraman's not gonna help him? <laughs> <laughs> your missus has too much logic, so they did that whole Undertaker throw up. Angle now, oh, is this ridiculous? I'm just gonna carry on filming you. I know this group black stuff coming out. Of your... Nah, um, yeah, it's this going a bit deep. I don't like the satanic stuff as well. That's not, yeah, not I don't really like that stuff, Bro. but we'll see how it goes. All right, I'm not angry at it. Okay, it was a wasn't it? A, it was a Papa Shango on the warrior reference as well, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. So, but at the same time, absolutely, it's almost like Randy's come back and they've said, Okay, I'm gonna sign one more contract. I don't care. Give me any shit you've got, Vince. You've always wanted to do the mask thing. Give me the fucking mask. What else? You want a little girl to be scaring me? Oh, yeah, no problem. Oh, you want to bring back Papa Shango? No problem. Just give me... He's like Bruce Willis's later movie career. He's just like, just pay me. Just pay me. Uh, oh, and, and, and Ace, sorry. One more before you go. Go the, the Charlotte Ric Flair promo. I think this promo was excellent. Do you know what? It was just a little bit. It was maybe like two minutes too long. Yeah, it's like dragging on, and it's like we get it. Everything you said has cut through, but it's it's just it was like an extended Eastender scene. It was just a little bit too long for me. A little bit too much. I predict Asuka is going to turn on Charlotte, and Asuka will have Nia Jax and and Shayna Baszler by her side now. 
Hmm. You think so? Yeah. I think well, they're going to be by her side, but they're going to be a faction, I think. Nah, nah. Female demolition. That'd be something sweet. like that. And I yeah. still think it's going to be Edge and Miz at Mania. Nah. It's not... no, All right, guys. <laughs> All right. See you later, Ace. Take yeah, care. Ace. Take care, man. Uh, Seamus defeated Jeff Hardy. I actually thought the end of this match was really solid. Mm. Really hard hitting. Okay, you know what? I take back what I said about Jeff. I was being a bit harsh. No, no, it's not so much Jeff because the problem is he he does just when he jumps off the top now, he just looks like a bag of spuds. Yeah, that with respect, as in yeah. don't do it to yourself. But I mean, as in Seamus, hard hitting, hit the ropes, hitting with the bro kick. I, I, Seamus is one of the best. Charlie, one of my. He's one of the best. People I like, yeah. He's one of the best. I'm, but I'm saying I'm taking back what I said about Jeff earlier. I was being a bit yeah. too hard. He, he, he had a decent solo career. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. And I think there's a little bit of overratedness with Jeff. I think people see him as one of the greats. And You're he's not right. Great. You're right. And obviously, I think it's abundantly clear to see Vince McMahon loves Jeff Hardy. Yeah. He's just giving this guy chance after chance with everything else that's happened in his life. So obviously, he put him in a, in a decent <laughs> position. And... Jeff is a fan favorite. Jeff can do no wrong. That's why Jeff can lose to Sheamus and no one's going to question it. He'll come out next week and everyone will cheer him again. Like, I don't even know, has Jeff had a, a heel run in WWE ever before? No. no. Never. I think almost you can almost tell as well, all these old superstars that come back, there's the ones like Michaels came back, he did all right. Edge has come back, it looks like he's doing all right. Daniel Bryan... But it looks like, you know, some of these other... Lashley, for a certain time, he came back and it didn't look like he was doing anything. They obviously are now. But it, it let Jeff Hardy, I don't think they ever had planned to do anything with him, didn't they? But A lot of people want to see him go for that title again, though. But I don't. I think um, he wants to see that happen. I don't think anyone really does. But Miz is the champion and the top guys are Randy Orton. And, you know, I mean, so it could easily happen, couldn't it? Let's look at it. Lana, Naomi defeated Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Looks like Naomi and Lana are clicking as a tag team. And uh, obviously, uh, AJ Styles... is really happy about that. I bet Naomi's really happy about that. <laughs> and AJ Styles defeated Ricochet and almost attacks him with that chokeslam, that Prince Albert style, without going down, obviously. He just drops him. Chokeslam. And obviously, Lashley defeats Braun Strowman to get a title shot against The Miz next week. So, guys, do you think Lashley will do it, the big one, next week on Raw? Do you think Lashley is going to win the WWE Championship or do you think someone is going to interrupt? And if somebody interrupts, who do you think? Because I've got my two cents. It's McIntyre. You think McIntyre? McIntyre is not letting this match happen. No way. These guys collectively screwed him for his WWE Championship. So... Conspicuous by his absence last night, he's definitely got to show up and you know just get this match thrown out, run into the match, claymore maybe when Bobby Lashley's just about to win, um, and this and then triple threat at fast lane. Yep, I think okay. I think he's he's nailed it there. Yeah, you're probably team. right. That's it. I was gonna say Lesnar, but uh, let's 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 squash that one. That's I'm your sure. team booking. Lesnar ain't coming no crowd. Yeah. He's gonna come back to he's gonna come back to Mania. Mania's got a crowd. I don't think he's coming back for 20,000, bro. If he does, it will just be, he'll be a surprise appearance at Mania. I don't think he's doing any build-up. He's not doing nothing at the moment, yeah. yeah. But I think you've, you've called it exactly there, mate. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. In fact, right. spoilers, spoilers. 
Samoa Joe talks he might be making a return into the in-ring, but he's not putting a he's not putting a timeline stamp on it. Next, what do you think? You want to see Samoa Joe back so, in the ring? Yeah, obviously when we're putting together the show, you mentioned this. I want to see him back in the ring, but at the same time of saying this, so you know there's a show on the network called WWE Bump. I think mm-hmm. it's just a little chat show that Kayla Braxton hosts. Yeah, he's now got a segment on that show apparently where he interviews like wrestlers and stuff. So, is his journalism career kicking off, or is he getting back in the ring? You see what I mean? So, I think you know, what as in Taz, as in look like with Taz, they didn't have much faith in him. Um, he went to commentary and he's found a whole nother career out of it. Do you think it's the same with Samoa Joe? He's done it and he's like, oh, I found this because. I would love to have um, Samoa Joe back skills, as you say. But the fact is, what was he doing before? He'd be losing to Baron Corbin in a couple of weeks. And it's just like, well, what's the point coming back? I think the problem with Joe is that, like I think we've seen with a lot of stars, the minute you get, the minute they want to do something with you and you get injured, they don't trust to put you back there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When we say they, you know exactly who you mean when you say that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think the concussions and stuff is probably, you know, a step too far right now. If he ever comes back, he's not going any higher than maybe the US Championship or something like that. Um, But, yeah. Um, Sasha Banks was on the Broken Skull show. I didn't get to see it, uh, Mex, but uh, you spoke highly of it on Twitter. Uh, what did what takes did you get from that document from that interview? Um, it was just you know, well, Stone Cold has never hidden, he's a he's complete fan of Sasha Banks and Bailey. And Bailey was on the show a couple of weeks ago, Sasha Banks was on um, the one that they put out after Elimination Chamber, I think. And he just ran through her entire career. And um, you know, after WrestleMania 35, or they talked about the mental health of her around WrestleMania 35. Where she spoke about, I think sometime in 2000, late 2018, she was doing nothing basically. She was just being thrown into tag matches um, with no storyline or anything. And it's like, well, that's when she started campaigning. If you're going to keep putting me in tag matches, let's get tag belts for the women. You know, let, let's make this kind of make sense. And she got, she that happened. Her and Bailey became the first ever women's um, tag champions. And then that was at Elimination Chamber 2019. Then WrestleMania, they lost them to. Peyton Royce and um, Billy Kay, the Iconics. Stone Cold asked, was that the right decision? She said, you know, what do you think? Like, if they went on to then have a killer run, then yeah, it was the right decision. But they didn't know how to use them sort of thing. Um, and that's, you know, poor poor girls as well. They suffered that fate. So she said, it's, I think with her, it's pretty much, I know my worth. I know how good I am. And you guys didn't have nothing for me. Mixed with, you know, burnout because she had been back to back on TV, on NXT and everything through all the way. She came up to the main roster um, in 2015 and was a mainstay immediately, you know, yeah. on the main roster. And yeah. I think it was all just kind of burnout, maybe not being underappreciated. And that's why she walked away from the business for about four or five months. She asked Vince to leave, she said. Um, wow. Vince, yeah, she asked Vince to, that she wants to throw it in and quit. Vince said, I'm not letting you quit, but have a think about it. Come back in 30 days. Let me know your decision. In the end, she took four months or so. She went to Japan. She went to train in Japan and stuff. Um, came back, was a new person. Um, and that's clearly why you see in this last year, they've just given her the ball and she's just ran with it. Tag champion, women's champion. Um, but it was just a great story for motivation, knowing how good you are, not letting no kind of slow you down. Um 
and just backing yourself. So yeah, I First, found a lot of find quite motivating. Should she should she drop the belt to Bianca at WrestleMania or should she retain? I'll go with Flu first. Oh yeah, she's got to drop the belt. Uh, she's had a pretty good run just because she's had a run. She's never had a run before, and you've got you've got to pull the trigger on on Belinda. So uh, yeah, <laughs> gotta gotta pull the trigger on the on the old Belinda lady. <laughs> uh, Max, so, um, I think yeah, you've got you've got a, a, a legitimate possible top female star there. You push her, and then you come back, and you got Becky Lynch, you got her, but you got Ronda Rousey, and now Rhea Ripley as well. Rhea Ripley as well. You would be nuts not to pull the trigger on all of them, yeah. I, I, you know what? I didn't think I didn't. I wasn't thinking like this a couple of weeks ago. I was saying Sasha should retain, but I, I, I absolutely agree with Flu. Uh, Bianca is a star, and yeah, you can't. Yeah, there's certain things you can delay and do later. This is not one of them. You have to push the trigger on Bianca. It's it's very much like how we're talking the Bobby Lashley situation. You have to strike when the iron's hot. Yeah, um, and that's the case right now. So you guys are, are very right in right. what you're saying. My one fear is that obviously, like I said, they we can't lie. As good as Sasha has been, they are course correcting for everything that she complained about since she was away. That's why they gave her the tag championship, the Raw Women's Championship. She lost that. She won the SmackDown Women's Championship. She's having this run where she should have had, you know, before. Sasha Banks is has never won at WrestleMania. She's had five matches at WrestleMania and never won any of them. Is this, you know, are they going to give oh. her a WrestleMania moment now? And that is my only thing that I'm thinking. Will they ultimately piss her off? I think she I think she gets it, though. And I don't think she would mind losing to Bianca Belair because you can see that Bianca is very special. But I think at the same time, Sasha is due a WrestleMania moment, so to speak. Yeah. So does that come this year at Bianca's expense? That's I don't a mind. Good show. I don't mind if, if she actually beats Bianca Belair at, at um, what do you call it, WrestleMania, and then maybe Bianca Belair wins it at SummerSlam, or Bianca Belair, maybe it'll be too much for her to win Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank in the same year, but um, maybe picks it up at SummerSlam. But yeah, I just still think, although I think Bianca should win, there's something in my head that's saying Sasha Banks is due a WrestleMania moment. I agree with you. It's a tough one. Um, but uh, that's why we're happy that you're on this show here. And history will be made no matter what when that match happens at WrestleMania. Before we sign out, we want to address the crowd. We want to address the the, the, the kickout followers. We want to, we want, we would like um, everyone that tweets at us, shows our support um, to please just send us your questions as well. We would like to kind of do some Q&A and we would like to answer some of your questions. So please um, DM us at kickout podcast on Twitter or on Instagram is the Kickout Podcast. And any questions you have, please let us know. Um, and also, what kind of schedules and what days would you like us to do the show? We obviously we do some recaps after a Raw or after a pay per view. Um, I know a lot of uh, Kickout listeners wants us to talk more about AEW. So please give us any feedback um, you have. But just DM us on the on the Twitter or on Instagram. Um, anything else before we sign out, Max? Anything before um... we sign out? No, obviously we like you mentioned, Rhea Ripley's coming up soon. I, I I don't buy into the vignettes because I think Rhea Ripley has been on the main roster enough times already. She mm -hmm. was at Survivor Series a couple of years ago. She's done Royal Rumble. I I they advertised a woman's match for Elimination Chamber that they said Lacey Evans wasn't going to be in it, and Asuka would have a 
a random opponent. They done that on the pre-show, and Asuka was nowhere to be seen on the main card. And yeah. if they want to make a a star overnight, like they know how to do, because they done it with Paige, they basically done it with Finn Balor, despite him getting injured. Rhea Ripley should have come up and won that championship, you know, on Sunday at the Elimination Chamber. I just, yeah, I just very good shout, great shout. All of this coming soon and stuff. It's like we know who she is. We're not even like excited <laughs> to see her because we know you guys will probably fumble her. Like, like yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's a good shout. I don't want to be weird, but there's not some kind of weird um, Japanese business deal on at the moment, is there, where they need to have her? Which I hate to say it like that, but I know that they're about to sell the WWE app to cricket or whatever it's called. Mm. So they're doing all these big business. It's not something as weird as that, is it? That they just need a champion. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they're not utilizing Asuka. It's a bit weird. It's a bit of a weird one. Oh, a lot of kick-out followers who listened to the last episode of the podcast noticed that at the intro, I put the skillet single up as the intro. That is my self-rapping, for those who don't know who it is. I have a new single out. It's called The Ambassador, uh, Ryan Skillet. You can find it all streaming platforms everywhere, iTunes, Spotify. I'll be releasing some songs uh, in a weekly basis, hopefully. That's the plan. So stay Great. tuned. Yeah, follow follow my uh, YouTube channel at Skillet World, S-K-I-L-L-I-T World. All right. That's me signing out. Uh, Flu, Max, anything before we go? Of course. Remember, you don't spit into the wind, you don't tug Superman's cape, and you don't doubt the wealth of the million dollar nail. Before you guys go, I had a random question. Oh. If you Yo. were given the power to be Vince McMahon for the day, who would you push to the very, very top? And who would you call into your office to give them the words? You're fine. <laughs> mm. Has to be one wrestler of each. One you will fire, one you will push to the top. I would push Alistair Black to the top in a, with a match against Cesaro at WrestleMania. And I would call, um, I don't know, I don't care. I would call Vince McMahon and all of Vince McMahon's team into the office and I would fire them. Next. Um, in a in a shocking kind of reverse way, I think I would actually fire Alistair Black just oh. so he can go... Nothing against him. He's absolutely brilliant. But just so he can be free of the shackles of WWE... Because even if they pushed him to the moon, how long will it be before he it all came crashing down again? Yeah. So, you know, let him go and be free elsewhere. There's Japan, there's AEW. Um, he'll make a good money on the indies or whatever. Um, and for me, just as someone I've I've always liked, and his run was kind of cut short because of injury, I want to see Finn Balor um, get another shot at the big time. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would book Finn and Cedric to the top. And I will call, I will call, um, who's, what's his name again? I thought, his name was Stryker in, um, uh, in uh, no, he was Stryker in TNA, but he's got a different alias now in WWE. He's like, he's like Elias' lackey. Oh, um, um, Jackson Riker. Oh, so well, yeah, we, we get I'll rid get, of the Trump boys, will we? Yeah. I'll get Riker <laughs> and I'll get Mace for Retribution. <laughs> And I'll set them down. And I'll say, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. That's the pick out. We're signing out. Good night. See you later.